I walked on dry ground. I'm Greg, and I believe in a powerful and redeemed life for every Christian man stuck in sexual bondage. Hi, I'm Greg, and I believe in the hope of a powerful and redeemed life for every Christian man stuck in sexual bondage. Thanks for joining me on my podcast, I Walked on Dry Ground. I call it I Walked on Dry Ground because I see my recovery journey from sexual addiction to a life of freedom and fullness, not without issues, trust me, a lot of issues, but my addiction is no longer sapping my attention or my strength or causing me shame and guilt and sorrow and harming the people around me. But for me, I see my recovery as God opening up the Red Sea in front of me, drying out the ground, and allowing me to take the steps that I needed to take through an impossible chasm to the other side. And just like the Israelites, they found themselves in the desert. It wasn't the Garden of Eden over there across the Red Sea. It was the desert, and life was challenging, to say the least. In my podcast, I reflect back on my journey across the Red Sea when I was walking on my dry ground, different things I learned, things I wrestled with, as you'll hear me today, wrestling with grace. So anyway, thanks for joining me on this episode where I'm going to wrestle with grace. Cue the blues music and let's jump in. Here we go. A baby's laugh is one of the most beautiful things you'll ever hear. Unless it's 3 a.m., you're home alone, and you don't have a baby. I sat next to a baby on a five-hour flight. I didn't think it was possible for someone to cry for five hours. Even the baby was impressed I pulled it off. All right, moving on. Uh, So before I jump into my journal entry I'm going to share, I want to share a scripture, and this is Ephesians 1 verses 7 through 8. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight. April 19th, 2017. This is the fifth month of my recovery. I claim the grace of God through Jesus. I declare my life and identity is in Christ. I accept the victory he won on my behalf, and I accept the call to become adopted into the family of God, co-heir with Christ. I grab onto the hope of eternal glory. I'm thinking about how the last week has gone, practicing bringing the reality of God's grace into my mind. I feel discouraged, like my life should be transformed, like I should feel more joyful right now. This causes me to lose motivation. That being said, I'm going to continue to practice this. I bring God's grace into my thoughts when I'm feeling a certain way that triggers messages of I'm a failure or I'm not enough or I should be different. I invite thoughts like, yes, I am imperfect in this way, but through Jesus' gift of righteousness, I am perfect in the eyes of God. The sort of thinking actually makes me want to act better in response. Or another thought is, God loves me the same whether I am this way or that way. Even as I write this, a part of me says, I don't believe it. It would be easier if these messages didn't enter my mind. I guess this is where processing and healing come in. I'm intrigued by the phrase, even if, as in, even if I fail to meet expectations, I am truly victorious in Christ. Or, even if Shantae leaves me, 
God will never leave me nor forsake me. Or, even if I lose everything and everyone I have, I will still have eternal riches through Jesus Christ. These are God's grace. I have no say in these promises he has made in his word. I claim God's grace. I claim these promises. I am imperfect and learning how to manage my flaws while expecting God to heal me in his time, but learning how to love him as best I can where I'm at right now. Jesus, renew my depraved mind, heal my broken body, empower me to put off my old self and put on the new. Lead me to know you more. So that's my journal entry. This is really timely, actually, for my present day life. I think God is bringing this into my life once again because accepting grace has been an issue for me lately. Uh, Being a dad of a baby, I often feel like I'm a failure, just like I wrote in my journal entry several years ago. I'm holding my little daughter, and she's seven weeks old, and she's just screaming bloody murder at me. Or I feel like I'm not as gentle with her as I should be, being such such a small, vulnerable newborn. And I feel such extreme guilt about that, and I feel like there's something wrong with me and that I should be different. That's another message that I used to hear, that I still hear. And and God's grace, like I wrote in my journal entry, frees me from the condemnation that I have for myself. I wrote, God loves me the same whether I am this way or that way. God loves me the same no matter what I do, what my behavior is. And that's a message of grace that I think I'll be wrestling with for a long time, if not my entire life. But what a great reminder in this journal entry that God has laid out his grace. It doesn't matter what I believe or not believe or what I say, think, or do. The message of God's grace that he's offering me in his word is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. And so in my journal entry, I'm writing, I claim his grace. I accept it. And you heard me talk about practicing bringing the reality of God's grace into my mind. I remember doing this. I remember committing to practicing this. And so in any given day, the narrative in my head doesn't start and stop with, I'm a failure. It doesn't start and stop with, I'm not enough or I should be different. It starts with that, but if I invite God's grace into my mind, the reality of his grace, then it finishes with, And God loves me, whether I'm this way or that way. I am perfect in God's eyes because of who Jesus is, because of what Jesus did for me. And that brings me around to the entire picture, or at least a more complete picture of my reality. I'm not not a failure, even though I fail. I'm not not enough, even though I can not measure up in any given moment. And I may think I should be different. And all those things can be true, but they're not the whole story. They're a partial truth. The whole story is the idea of God's grace is the other side of the coin and his forgiveness is present. Whether I let it enter my mind, whether I invite it into my mind or accept it, his grace is a reality for me. And the second point I want to touch on is my thoughts on the phrase, even if. It reminds me of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When they were going to be burned alive in the furnace, they said something like, The Lord our God will save us, but even if he doesn't, we still will not bow down to you and your gods. And they could have taken the stance where they could have been afraid of death and afraid of this fiery, painful experience to end their lives. I mean, of course, I bet you they were afraid in their flesh. But they took the stance of, even if this terrible outcome happens, I will remain faithful to God. And God is faithful to us and me. 
And what a great reminder for me, even in the present day, once again, I have a lot of cares and worries right now, and it's very difficult for me to not worry about the future in this particular season of my life. And I think a little bit more of this, even if thinking might benefit me actually, because even if the thing I'm afraid of happens, well, so what? Even if it happens, yeah, it'll, it'll suck. Just like being burned alive would suck. But even if it happens, God is faithful and he will never leave me. Even if we go bankrupt, so what? You know, and I don't want to go black and white on this. I don't want to go from really, really worrying to pretending like I don't care because that, that is definitely, <laughs> I laugh because I do this all the time. I, I have the, that's in my natural self. I want to pretend like I don't care about things I really care about as like a defense mechanism, but I want to land somewhere in between where if it's something I really am worried about, like of, of course I'm, I'm worried about it. I'm concerned, even if it's a part of it is a healthy concern and part of it is, is a sin and not trusting God. I want to arrive at a balanced place where I care about the things I should care about while being able to say, even if this thing I care about, such as providing for my family, even if it doesn't work out how I think it should, God still provides for me. God will still provide. He's promised that and it will never change his words to me. So even if a terrible thing in my mind happens, to quote my journal entry, I wrote, I will still have eternal riches through Jesus Christ. That's all I have today. Uh, that was really good for me to talk about and share. I feel I feel encouraged um, just reviewing this journal entry myself and soaking in God's grace for a few minutes with you. Uh, thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you later.